0: to AB Cinema. Hello, everyone. It is Friday, June 3rd. Uh, Bailey and I have um, watched all of Stranger Things. And so today we're going to give our deep dive into some of the episodes that we have so far, or all of the episodes that we have so far, and uh, discuss what we think about them, give our opinions, give our reviews. And uh, just as a heads up, this season does not yet include every episode that we will have. The last two episodes will release in July and are rumored to be about an hour and a half, two hours long. So they're full-fledged movies. So again, we don't have the complete season yet, but we do have... So far, a plethora of episodes and a setup of what we will get in the last two episodes. Uh, so far this season, you know, we'll talk about it, but it's been directed by Sean Levy, who also helmed Free Guy and Netflix's The Adam Project, starring Ryan Reynolds, both of those films. And so he's been in charge of the season of Stranger Things. And let's let's get right into it. I'll start and give my so-so opinion that is not yet fully formed because we don't have the entire season yet. But, you know, here goes nothing.
1: I, I like this season while I also don't like this season. I like, like, I feel like this season has probably some of the strongest character arc um, given what plot we decide to follow. And it also has, in my opinion, the most annoying character arc, depending on who we follow. So, like, I'm kind of torn between two things. Like, I like the show, and in my opinion, I really like when Stranger Things focuses on, you know, the characters and their relationships and how they're moving and such. And like, sometimes when they get really big and expansive, I get turned off to those things cause I just don't feel like that's what made stranger things special. I like the mystery. I like um, these kids figuring it out. You know, I like all of that. And then the bigger they get, the more turned off to it I become. But like, like I said, it's difficult. Like this season, I, I like for certain things and other things I really just don't like. So that's, which is probably a bad initial reaction. But what about you Bailey? That's a little vague. Um, yeah, that's. Th- I'm trying to figure out how to say it without saying that I flat out, you know, like or dislike it. No, I'm like, I, I agree two with minds. you, though. Like,
2: I think that uh, my biggest gripe with this season is the length of episodes. Like, it felt, like, very, very long. And I wish that they didn't split it up so we got the first seven episodes in the first volume. And then two episodes in the last volume. Like I'm excited for for July 1st when the next episodes come out because I'll be able to watch them both in a night or two, depending on when I start it. And so,
1: I think the last episode is like two and a half hours long. Yeah, I don't know.
2: It depends on how long my daughter will nap for. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll have to wait and see on July 1st. But I I'm I enjoyed like whenever we were focusing on the kids and their storylines. I call them kids, but they're all adults now, really. Um, Like Whenever we were focusing on their storylines or anything that wasn't involved with Russia, um, I I felt like it was a lot more powerful and gripping, and it, it brought me in to these characters. I felt like when we went to Russia, it was like, yeah, here's these side characters that you kind of care about, or that you do care about but we're just trying to get them back and we're going to take our time getting them back cuz like there were two times that like like hopper with hopper with the demogorgon fight club thing that was going on was was, <laughs>
1: it was a
2: little weird um and honestly like the russian storyline was my least favorite part of season 3 as well and yeah
1: i 100% agree
2: I wish that they'd just give it up. Because uh, it's, it's annoying to me. And I, I hope that in the final season, whatever the season is, that there isn't like this, they, that they bring back the Russians again. Because it's like, why? It's, it's just the least intriguing part because it doesn't make it feel like the 80s Amblin films that we are used to seeing. like It doesn't give those vibes anymore.
1: Like, probably the way that I think about this season is I go back to the first episode, because I feel like the first episode set a tone for the rest of the season, and I was kind of annoyed by it. Like, I feel like the first episode was very discombobulating because it was like, because they set up all of these emo- like, set up all of these plot lines or emotional stakes for each character. You know, and some of them weren't said outright, like uh, Max's, for example. But you know, something's happening and something's going on, and like as the story unfolds, you understand what. But like you know, Jonathan and Nancy, Jonathan and Nancy's plot through the whole first seven episodes really has just been Nancy's plot, because Jonathan's end of it is you know caught up in the other people's, and even Will Byer's plot and emotional stakes, you know. It's like all of that has been scrapped for Joyce going to Russia and i I hate I hate Joyce this season I'm gonna say it I, I can don't stand like her, her. <laughs> I can't like I don't know if it's an 80s parents thing I can't believe she' just dropped everything to go to Russia to save hop like that's probably the most illogical plot in my mind and I can't believe it's still happening seven episodes later yeah I
2: agree. That's that's the weakest thing for me is just that whole storyline with Joyce and the weird karate dude who's a kind he gives a strong pedo vibes and like, <laughs> I don't know like the, this this those that storyline is just by far the weakest for me. I'd say the strongest one for me was either Max and L's storylines. Because Max, like, her dealing with the grief, and then, oh my gosh, that that chase scene at the very end of episode four with that song. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. It was such an emotional arc. And honestly, I, I kind of just want to watch that episode again just because it was such a powerful... We got to see her break as a character in a way that we haven't... Like, it was a very great portrayal of grief. And... Yeah, grief is just one of it's one of the strongest emotions that we ever feel and I think that her performance in this episode really delivered on it and I think that it's going to be really interesting to see I she became one of my favorite characters in the season when she hasn't been a favorite character of mine for the last three seasons she's been in the show
1: yeah and I think not only just Max but like as a counter, you know, I think Vecna is probably just a really big symbol uh, or a metaphor for grief and depression. And, you know, at some point, Lucas and Max have that conversation. And, you know, he says, like, he had stuff, I didn't think it was anything. And I didn't, I just chose not to see it. But like, I'm here and I see you. And I feel like, you know, that's like a big, like, theme this season. And when they hit it, and they hit it, well, I'm like, okay, this is this is really good. I really like that storyline. I like those developments. But, you know, and, and then we go back to to Hopper in a basement in Russia. But then, <laughs> the last episode, we spent like
2: half of the episode in Russia. And it's like, come on, just wrap this up already.
1: Yeah, I was really annoyed in like episode three or four when I thought, oh, okay, they're going to get Hopper back. And then he betrays them, And I thought, sweet mercy, of course he does.
2: Yeah, freaking Yuri. Um but yeah, you you spoke a little bit about Vecna. Like they gave their villain a full on backstory with this, and it's a great backstory. I I loved his story. Like we only finally realized that it was his backstory in the seventh episode. But Mm -hmm. I, I loved like when we got um Creel's uh flashbacks to to their family moving in and then the death of his daughter and and wife, and the son going into, co- into a coma, like, I, I did not see it coming that his son was Vecna. Yeah, same. But, like, honestly, when he was first introduced, number one, when he was first introduced to L, like, he just gave really creepy vibes.
1: Yeah, and I, I was And I was
2: wondering, like, I, I I'm curious to know if, like, he's actually good, or if he's bad. The whole time I was watching it, and I I didn't think, like, oh, this is Vecna. I, I didn't think that we were getting an origin story for Vecna and Eleven. But it was a very powerful arc. And I, I get why Vecna is going after Hawkins and trying to take out Eleven, but I feel like it's also kind of petty. <laughs> but, but I'm curious to see the... The confrontation between L and Vecna if we get that this season
1: yeah because you know this is this is season four season five will be the last season of Stranger Things I feel like I feel like season five will be the one where all the stakes are on the line and You know, I kind of want to see I kind of want to see what happens. I really I really am kind of annoyed, too, that they haven't released the second volume because, you know, Netflix, this show especially created the binge model. I feel like it did. You have to you just start watching the next episode because you have to know what happens.
2: This would have been the perfect season to introduce weekly releases.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right with every episode being an hour plus you're absolutely right
2: like i w- i would have much rather enjoyed that than wasting 8 hours or over 10 hours it felt like of my weekend just to watch this show
1: yeah it's for sure a plunge um but yeah and i mean i like with i like the setup it's hard for me to to really give a concise opinion on this season because we haven't had those last two episodes, and who knows what they're going to do in those last two episodes? Who knows what's going to happen?
2: Honestly, I don't think that Vecna storyline is going to wrap up in this season.
1: Yeah, that's what I think too. Is there is there like going forward? Do you think Vecna will be the from the get go big bad of season five?
2: I do, and my reasoning before be, be, my reasoning for that is because like we see the create not the creation, but the portal for the upside down created. And we're, we're going to see Vecna release his armies and probably have more flashbacks tying him to seasons 1 through 3 and creating these nightmares for these kids. But I, I think that season 5, he I don't think we're going to see the end of Vecna until the finale of the show. Because I feel like they introduced the big bad in this because they've, get, they've given him so much backstory this season that I feel like if they were to just kill him off, it's like, where are they going to go next?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am surprised just at the, the subtlety with which they created his backstory. You know, like, he does have this bit where he monologues and he gives this thing, which I I think is probably the weakest part of his story, where he's standing with L and he, you know, explains all of his desires somewhat. Um, I, I, I really like, though, how I didn't know... Like, oh shoot, that was him, actually, who did that to Victor Creole. Like I liked how they set that up and I was like, whoa, that was crazy to learn. And I'm trying to think, what are his like what's his motivation? Is he just he believes he's the top predator out there or
2: I, I feel like it's just revenge. Just good old fashioned mm-hmm. revenge. Like I said, it's very petty that he's trying to go after <laughs> these these kids that were twelve year olds when the show started. But then again, L was like the cgi on her was kind of creepy to me um when she got young but she was just a tiny little girl and so he's just trying to get revenge because she destroyed his life and his motivations to to be the this crazy strong mind controller and i don't know what he i don't know what he's called but now he's the the lord of hell
1: yeah and so um I'm curious to see i just i just wish we had these last two episodes i really so far because again so far it's really hard for me to say whether or not i like the season because i just i just want that i just want that hopper storyline to be resolved quicker um <coughs> and i just i just really want to figure out how this season wraps up you know it's almost like currently i can't tell if this is an in-between season and i won't know until the last two episodes drop yeah does that make sense like if it's like we watched like an hour and a half of the middle movie of a sequel of a trilogy and then we don't know how the how it's going to end and if it ends and resolves or if it ends and sets up then we'll know like the worst example i feel like is like uh pirates of the caribbean 2 you know
2: yeah I think that this movie could have um, Empire Strikes Back vibes.
1: Yeah, where it doesn't end super happy.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to have a happy ending. I don't think every storyline is going to get resolved. Which I pray that the Hopper one finishes in the second to last episode, or at least the first half of the last episode, because I I I'm sick and tired of it. And I I know we've said that <laughs> we're we're a broken record on this episode of Baby Cinema, but like. I'm just done with it and I I hope that we finally get some closure on that and go back to the kids and that Hopper has his reunion with Eleven and that everybody's back in Hawkins again Mm -hmm. and Argyle. I want Argyle and Hawkins.
1: Yeah I was gonna say so really quickly along with Argyle are there any new characters who you were a really big fan of?
2: Um, Eddie's an interesting character to me. I feel like he's kind of like like he he shows himself off as this kind of cocky guy that's uh, really shouldn't be cocky because he's still in high school and mm-hmm. should have graduated 2 years prior but i i think that he's uh, he brings an interesting dynamic to the to the show and i he's kind of a replacement for Dustin's Steve at the, at the beginning at least but then um Steve and Eddie kind of get along and um there's some really funny banter between the two of them uh, towards the the end of this volume, but I I enjoyed his character. He was a little annoying to me at first, but I I like his character now.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I I I kind of like Eddie. Um. I like Argyle. I think he's hilarious. I think it's funny that we got to see more of Susie. You know. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, that was Susie's house. Susie's house was hilarious. That was really funny. Um. And Dr. Brenner's back, uh how did you feel about that one? I
2: don't know like I, <laughs> <laughs> that like i I like El's storyline, and he's kind of necessary for that storyline. I see why they brought him back, but at the same time i like
1: I, he doesn't add anything to no
2: story he doesn't personally. it's it's just like here's some more conflict for you like I'm gonna put you through pain and torment. To get your powers back.
1: You know it's interesting because I was thinking about it. On why they had him back. I feel like in that first season. He did his job. As you know the bad guy very well. Mm -hmm. And so it's weird to see him come back. And still be the same person. But not be the big bad. Like I feel like it would have played out much better. If he was just in the past. Um. Because then you would know, oh, this is what he did. It's just weird seeing him interact now with these, char- with these characters that they've created. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, I think that's about it in terms of characters. But one thing that I also was thinking is, like, first off, we probably should have started at the jump with this. This season is a lot more horror influenced. And probably the biggest influence that I see is The Nightmare on Elm Street. First off, because... The whole Vecna um, possessing and then murdering people is very akin to Freddy Krueger doing that to, you know, the kids that he tormented throughout his films. And especially the first one. Um, For example, when uh, Eddie witnesses Chrissy's death, it's very much like the first death in Nightmare on Elm Street. And another thing is is that Victor Creel is played by Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street films. No, I just think, like, if you didn't think that was an inspiration, then they were really like, actually, it really is, and we're going to cast Freddy Krueger just because we can.
2: Yeah, I I thought the inspirations were great. I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street, but I'd say that the horror elements were the strongest they've ever been in the whole series. Um,
1: And even, like, gnarly. Yeah, it was was gnarly, gory deaths.
2: It was really brutal, and, like, there were my wife and I were watching it at night because our daughter goes to bed at seven and we don't want her to get nightmares. And, and so we watch it during her whenever she's asleep. And there were times where we were watching it and then she was like, can we turn it off? And I was like, why? It's it's not too bad. And she's like, you don't have to walk over to our daughter's room in the middle of the night. And I was like, okay, you, you have a good point there. So it's, it's definitely a good season as far as the horror elements go, because it's doing what it's supposed to do and freak us out.
1: Yeah. And I think you texted me at some point and said, you know, like this is definitely growing up with us.
2: Yeah, it absolutely is. This season is. Yeah. I, I'm not going to show like when I show Vanessa, my daughter, this show, like I'll probably start her on like episodes, (laughs) like the first three seasons when she's like 13 or 14 and this one i'll just let her choose to to watch yeah. it after she's like 16 years old or something i don't know we'll yeah, have to wait can, and see
1: if she can get through an episode by herself then then she can maybe watch the rest of it um but no so i mean it's hard to give an opinion on the series again because it hasn't ended but so far are you like looking forward to the season to the end of the season like are you looking forward because you just want to get it over with or are you looking forward to see how they wrap everything up? You know, how are you feeling about that?
2: It's kind of hard for me because Netflix has created my mindset of stranger things of let's just get this over with and see where their story yeah. goes. Um, and so I do have that mindset, but at the same time I, I'm, I'm really digging the, the emotional arcs with like even Will and Mike and their storylines and like how Mike is just like the worst friend ever and oh i'm so glad and, you said that <laughs> and l <Elle>, l <laughs> with her emotional arc of becoming who she is and learning again who she is as well as max yeah. dealing with her grief i think that it provides some really interesting depth to these characters and like like we don't see that very often with teenagers in these shows these kind of shows and so it's really intriguing to Get a real like (laughs) I hate to say it's real because it's very sci fi oriented and horror oriented, but like the emotional arcs are very real and they're relatable. And so, I'm excited to see where their storylines end up at the end of the season. But like I said, I don't think we're going to get all the answers by the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, I'm looking forward to the end. I really, I really do want to finish it because I I really do, like, again, there are storylines that I am actually interested in, and I want to see if they get around to talking about storylines that I feel like they've dropped. Like, um, you know, side sidebar, Mike is the worst friend out of all of these friends that they have. I'm glad that you said that. I need to remember that before I move on because I'm so bothered by Mike. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like, his journey with John and Argyle and Will, like, I feel like I want more of that, and I... You know, I just really want to see how that develops. But instead we got Russia. Oh my goodness, Mother Russia. Please go back.
2: Where would you put the season so far in the ranking of the four seasons?
1: I'd put it above three. I think, in my mind, I think it goes season one. Then maybe this one. Then two, then three.
2: Really, I think the third one was for me the third one was stronger than the second one,
1: probably. I haven't, besides the Russia, in a while, and that's the only reason I hated three is because I felt like the whole Russia thing was so corny to me that I just it was hard for me to get behind. I
2: think the second season that's the one that I don't remember a lot of, and
1: that's all with Sean Astin and
2: yeah, and then Elle shows up at the very end after her goth days with the the, yeah. the spin-off they were trying to shoot off
1: with the with the X-Men
2: Yeah. <laughs> um I yeah, I would have to say my ranking is 1 then 4 maybe 3 depending on how this the, these last two episodes go and then and then 2. And 2 is just the weakest season for me just because of that whole storyline with L and then her showing up at the very end and then everybody's like, "Oh, you're alive." and you've just come yeah. to save us all. Thank you. And it was just it was yeah.
1: It was one of the weaker the stories mocking at the very end of yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> but um no, that was a good question. Chiefs. Uh so yeah, we'll see we'll see how this en- we'll see how this ends. We'll talk about our rankings again maybe. And uh maybe I'll just have to rewatch season 2 and 3 so I can get a firmer grasp on which one I like more. But those are our reactions to what we have so far. Uh, Stranger Things season four, volume two, comes out July first, so you'll have the entire July fourth weekend to watch that two, those two movies of two, the last two episodes. And um, let us know what you guys think. You know, are looking forward to what you wish they changed. Let us know what you guys are thinking. You can reach us on on social media. <coughs> We have Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, Facebook. You can find us at abcinema.pod, abcinema podcast, or abcinema. Our Gmail is abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave a rating for us and recommend us to your friends. We hope everyone has a great day. We hope everyone's watching all of these. And as always,
2: keep watching movies.